Welcome back to the one and only Minorities Report Film Podcast, the review edition, and this is your deep dive into episode six, episodes six, episode, episode six of Amazon's The Lord of the Rings, The Rings of Power, and HBO's House of the Dragon. Through, of course, a colorful perspective. Your, your favorite minorities are back. We are here and reporting for duty. At least some of us are. My name is Raul, and here with me, and only here with me, I got Mr. Mo Shama. Hello. Are you supposed to be in Uruk? Exactly. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying, you know, watching these two shows at the same time simultaneously. Drives me crazy. Sometimes I want to be a dragon. Sometimes I want to be Sauron. Sometimes, like, I just want to be somewhere, you know. Sometimes you want to be Sauron? Oh, yes, Sauron. I, I never I have a desire to be Sauron. I don't want to be Sauron. I mean, like, I'm trying to imitate. But, you know, ah. the craziness of the world uh, is giving us hard times. As Like, watching these two week to week. It's like it's kind of staggering, like to see the differences between the two worlds, the differences between the two like styles of writing. Um, you know, for those who don't know, we do a non-spoiler review for Rings of Power, but because the episode for House of the Dragon has been out for several days now, we do a full spoiler review of that. Um, but yeah, watching these two, it's like Rings of Power, the central driving factor that is very different from anything game of thrones is hope you know like there is hope there is light in the world and i feel like game of thrones is the complete opposite yeah game of thrones like, is about like betrayal <laughs> about like end yeah. of the world about apocalypse like, like you just like everybody's horrible to each other and it's maybe about, that's yes, what... it's about it's about the worst the worst of humanity you know yeah it's not even humanity. It's like the world of cre- the worst, the worst of creatures. Because I don't even consider some of them humane. So yeah. it's inhumane, and, and, and it's like, and it's also like you. I feel like it's it's for the most part clearly, you know, uh, uh, shown or depicted good and evil in the Lord of the Rings world, whereas. And raise the power. I mean, in House of the Dragon, it's just like anybody Everyone. can be bad. At Everyone any can be anybody yeah. could be bad now and be good later, or be good mm-hmm. now and be bad later, and then be good again. And and it's uh, it's so no stressful. morals. Yeah, no morals. Like everybody is just like in dead gray zone. Like whatever is good for me at this current moment. Yeah, this yeah. is my my uh, d- d- discipline or like my integrity. You know, like their like integrity that. is. So indivisive. I like that. No morals. Um, yeah. Oh man, I'm excited. I'm listen. I'm looking forward to getting into this. Uh, Colby Mack could not join us today. And Dre, she hasn't been in any of these because she she might have been in the first one. I don't even remember. But she doesn't like the idea. She's she likes the Netflix model. Is really what's happening. Uh, she doesn't like the week to week, and she's like, I'm gonna wait for the whole thing to be out, and then I'm gonna watch it back to back. Um, so she has no interest in watching the weekly of either one. She she keeps up a little bit more with Rings of Power. Um, 
But House of the Dragon, I, I don't think she's even watched episode three. I feel like she's still on episode two. Yeah, so actually, there were lots of people thinking in that way. We're just going to wait, yeah. and like the week of Thanksgiving, we're going to watch all of it together. You know what I said? Exactly. Okay. With the whole, you know, because it's great for the whole family, House of the Dragon yeah. is. Especially no, this last episode. The <laughs> rings of power. <laughs> oh, man, no, we're ready to get into this. But before we do, of course, make sure you give the show a follow. At M Report Pod on Twitter and on Instagram. Also, subscribe to the podcast wherever you get your podcast. And while you are subscribing or right after you subscribe to it, leave us a review. We would greatly appreciate a review. You letting us know what you think. Of course, five-star reviews if you like what you're listening to. Um, but yeah, we would appreciate one, knowing what you think. And two, it helps us out a lot. Helps people find us. So we would appreciate it. Also, check out the site, mreportpod.com. Written reviews, goodies, all that stuff on there. mreportpod.com. Dot com. We got a hot. Uh, this is this is spoiler for what's coming. A hot review coming, fresh off the press, as soon as it prints, <laughs> for from Colby Mac, for Don't Worry Darling, who which we all got to see a couple days ago, um, and he has some thoughts. So you can look forward to that again. Mreportpod.com. But for this episode. We are reviewing, again, episode six for both Lord of the Rings, Rings of Power, and House of the Dragon. And a quick reminder, just in case this is the first time you're joining us, our proficiency of token and Game of Thrones history is for what is presented to us by the shows or respective films, not the books. So don't get mad at us if we are not referencing something that happens in the books, because we ain't doing that. We are mainly talking about what is presented to us in the shows and the films, which is how we prefer it. So, first up on the report, we got the non-spoiler review for episode six of Lord of the Rings, The Rings of Power, entitled Udun, I think. Udun. Adar and his army march on Ostrith. Ostirith. That's... Ostirith, I'm trying. That's the synopsis that Amazon has, <laughs> literally, on their press website. Ostirith. Adar and his army march on Ostirith. And I think that's Adar. perfect. Uh, what did I say? You said Adar? It's Adar, but that's okay. You know? Yeah, you know, like, Ad- I'm trying. The episode is directed by Charlotte Brandstrom. Shama, I feel like, I'm going to let you speak first, but the only thing I'll say is that I feel like this is finally the episode that people have been waiting for. At the very least, this is the episode that Colby has been waiting for. And it's the episode that our buddy Logan has been waiting for, which is a lot of stuff happens in the episode. A lot of action happens in this episode. But what did you think of this episode, Udun? Udun is outstanding. It's literally what everybody will be waiting for. It satisfies... The fans and the non-fans, the ones that have read Tolkien and have read the, uh, the books and listened to the books and have watched Lord of the Rings, and the ones that have never read or seen anything, despite the controversy like from some people about this, but like, it, not about this episode, about like the whole show in general. But this episode is culmination from what they have been building up through the past five episodes. It's getting through lots of important things. It's what 
we were expecting and how it was happening, especially with no spoiler, including like the big twist at the end, which is unexpected, unbelievable, and fabulously done. Amazing execution and outstanding performances. Great score. Like the score that shakes your heart. The goosebumps that, that gets like all over your body while watching it. And like we are watching this on the press screeners. So it's not the Ultra HD 4K HDR. but It's not the best quality. It's not the and, best quality and it was phenomenal. And it still looks phenomenal. It's not the best quality. And it doesn't have subtitles, and I, some of the characters are really hard to understand. So I'm me, looking forward oh to going gosh. back. Oh my gosh, can you imagine you saying this? What about me? I keep yeah. repeating like certain things to the point that I started putting my AirPods in my ear just like to make sure that I can hear them inside my ear, you know, like to know what they are saying. But before this one, I That's played awesome. episode uh, five again on Amazon Prime video to see the quality and it was unbelievably amazing like like this looks great but like when i saw like how the ultra hd looks like i said oh my goodness like i need to rewatch the whole season again to see how um visually stunning it's spectacular and you feel that like in this episode everybody is more um performance mature like it's like they are delivering their best. There are some scenes that like we don't like how we were um, amused by the dialogue in the previous one. This one is more about like what can your eyes say without saying a word? I think it has the least amount of especially during a like a battle that without like saying or spoiling anything. The beginning was taking us to to a direction that I thought that the battle and everything will happen in the next one. And then suddenly we are here. We are there. And then we are seeing what is happening between like uh, failure, triumph, success, victory. We're not saying like I'm not spoiling it. But and then seeing how the aftermath of what happened and the unexpected is shocking everyone. Yeah, I'm with a lot of what you said. Um, it's I'm going to start with the negatives, actually. And it might have a lot to do with, again, the way that we are experiencing the show, because we watch it on a screeners app. It doesn't have the best quality. Um, so, yeah, the biggest thing that stood out to me is the visuals for some of the scenes. There's like a very CG heavy scene that do not look incredible. Um, I think people are immediately going to sit here and be like, oh, for those that say this show looks incredible, the, the haters and for sure the racists are going to sit here and be like, oh, oh, see, you guys are all like, this show looks incredible. Look, it doesn't look that good. Yeah, the graphics in this one particular scene that's very CG heavy do not look the best. Do they look terrible? No. But like to our eye that we're used to seeing, you know, like what the MCU can do in some of the movies, but not others. Um, we're used to that. And so we like our eyes can pick up on little subtle things that are just like, oh, that doesn't look phenomenal. It it could look way better. 
it probably will look way better to you guys than to us because you're going to see it in better quality. But all that being said, the episode is still so good. Um, it's exactly what a lot of people have been waiting for. It's finally a more action-heavy episode. Um, it 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 feels like the stakes are definitely. I mean, for sure, the stakes are risen in this episode. Um, so much happens in this hour of TV. Um, so much like you know, oh, it's exciting. Really so much. Like, yeah, it's, it's, it's so much. Like non-spoilers, so hard because like. You know, the, the story here really feels like it's being thrust forward. Um, not thrust forward in the way the House of the Dragon is doing it. They literally were jumping ahead 10 years. <laughs> thrust forward in the way that the actual narrative is being pushed forward to where we feel, you know, the culmination of this season as it sets up the following season, um, where that's heading. And what people have been waiting for finally comes to a point in this episode as it prepares for these next two episodes is it my favorite episode it is not this is not what i look for when i watch the lord of the rings it's not yeah, these me, scenes exactly me neither like the previous one i think is my favorite so far like of the of the whole right the like episode five i think it was my favorite so far of the whole show but i'm looking forward for what's coming afterwards because i believe that like we're gonna have the one before last maybe the next one will be like the sure. best yeah, the next one but, is the seventh, which is the right before the end. Um, yeah. My favorite is still, I think, episode four. Um, but no, this episode is still really strong. It's among the best. People are going to love it. The people that have been waiting for excitement are going to love it. Um, a lot is developed. And finally, we feel like, oh, some ish is going to go down very soon. Um, it's a lot of fun. We see some characters that we've been slowly falling in love with do some awesome stuff. Um, and we also, for those that are fans of the movies and of the token world, get to see some characters really live up to what we know of them. And like, we, we kind of slowly see, we know where they end up and we kind of get to see a little bit of that in this episode as it has been, as it is being developed and explored. Um, that's as much as I'll say. Uh, it's a great episode. Definitely a must watch for those that have been waiting for the excitement. This is it. If you're a couple episodes behind, catch up because this is the one that you you've been waiting for. Um, I'm excited to see what other people have to say about it. Um, I'm excited to see next week what Colby Mack has to say about it because I know that he has been waiting for an episode like this. So yeah, I bet. Next up on the report, the non-spoiler review for episode six of House of the Dragon. The Princess and the Queen. Ten years. <laughs> Man, I can't keep up. Like, you know, like ten years. Okay. None of us, whatever you guys want to do. Keep up with this. <laughs> ten. <laughs> it's so funny to me. This show is wild. Ten years. I cannot think of another show that has done something like this. Shama, can you think of a show? I'm going to finish reading the synopsis. We'll talk about it. Ten okay. years later. that That's the beginning of the synopsis. Ten years later, period. And King Viserys Rhaenyra. is still alive. Sorry. Because <laughs> that's so said, important what? to say. King Viserys is still alive, you know? Still like alive. Yeah, yeah. 
Uh, Rhaenyra navigates Alicent's continued speculation about her children, while Damon and Lena weigh an offer in Pentos. This is a really strangely written uh, synopsis because Alicent has not speculated previously about her children because she did not have children previous to this episode. Alicent continues to speculate <laughs> on who Rainier is sleeping with. That's a thing. But to say continued speculation about her children, there was no previous speculation, so we can't continue it because it wasn't there. Um, you didn't watch the explanation after the previous show? The previous it. episode, they definitely said, within the next 10 years, we will see how Alicent is reacting to Rhaenyra's affairs. So they had to tell us to expect this. They write the synopsis upon the, oh, the Game of Thrones cinematic universe, you know, including the yeah. podcast, including the after show, and the aftermath of our heart attacks. Yeah, the GOTCU. Oh my goodness. Um, so it's directed, sorry, by Michael Sapochnik, and it is written by Michael J. Condal and Sarah Hess. So, yeah. I, this is a tough one. You know, we we're talking at first on the Rings of Power segment of like the staggering difference, or actually, it was before that. About the staggering difference between Rings of Power, you know, Lord of the Rings universe, Game of Thrones universe. Uh, it's wild, the stuff that we get here. Like, I'll tell you one thing we definitely will never get in anything Lord of the Rings is anyone, in particular, a teenager standing on the edge of a window masturbating. Towards the outside world. That was something. The, who who writes that? Mm-hmm. So I think that I, I feel like this episode is is like is really just meant to like just make us be like, what is that? What what? Yeah. So what is going on the with ep- them? You know, like they want us to say, what is going on with their brains? Yeah. Actually, I like Sarah Hess when yeah. she was writing episodes on um, on House. And like I remember her name, seeing it on the screen, and I was surprised to see her. Like, what is she doing here? It's rough because she's also like she's working with a, within the confines of like what the creators are doing, right? Um, which Michael J. Conda is one of them. Um, it's you know we're first off. I'll start with the positive. The cinematography in this episode is the best cinematography of the entire series so far. Um, so like I'm I'm impressed. I'll give that to the cinematographer and I'll give that to Michael Spotnik. The cinematography in this episode is better than the rest. Because it's Does directed it by up? Michael Sapochnik. I was waiting for that guy to, to because he did great episodes on Game of Thrones. So I was expecting Yeah, yeah I've been super excited about uh Michael Sapochnik also coming on because like I feel like the show's really been struggling. And yeah, the, it is struggling, the, and I think we just struggled a little bit. I'm sorry to interrupt here, but I think uh-huh. his name is Ryan J. Condon, not Michael. I think <laughs> I just looked it up. He's Ryan J. Condon that Mr. wrote Trampage, yeah, and wrote oh, Hercules oh. and like wrote horrible movies, but it's okay, you know. <laughs> you should expect seeing Dwayne Johnson, The Rock, and, and House of the Dragon. He only wrote movies for him, so. 
Okay. I will apologize to Mr. Michael. I mean, Ryan. <laughs> Jay Condal. Um, I don't think I'm going to get an apology for some of the TV that I've had to witness this this uh, this season of House of the Dragon. But uh, that's okay. I'll, I'll, I'll apologize. It's Ryan, guys. It's Ryan J. Condal. Uh, yeah. But that's not who directed this episode. It was Michael Chapotnik. <laughs> Exactly. I think I was just really stuck on. I was really stuck on Michael Sapochnik and him doing just a slightly better job than anybody else so far, as far as direction goes. Which is so true. I was like, yeah, I'm gonna carry Michael down. That's why he's leaving uh, the show. <laughs> he's the one of the creators that's leaving the show for season two, not to be a showrunner, right? He would be executive producer. Sapochnik, right? yeah. Sapochnik, yes, yeah. Yes, that's yes. what I said. Like. Probably yeah, he's the yeah, best yeah. In, in like in everything he's doing, and that's why like probably due to creative differences he will leave. You know. Yeah, I was still stuck on Ryan Michael J. Condal. Um, <laughs> Ryan Michael. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan Michael. Um, so yeah, this <sighs> Shama, we're in spoiler. You can you can spoil. This is a full spoiler conversation on this. We get a crazy birthing scene at the beginning, which is, it's wild, right? Um, I literally got a text from Logie, shout out Logan, um, who was just like, I was not prepared for that opening sequence. <laughs> I had to take a break. I'm going to come back and to it. And what's the obsession with the birth? Like we saw three births so far in the show, like one at the beginning one now in this episode and one at the end of this episode like this is like Listen, a lot at the beginning of this episode i would say oh is there, is there another one at the end of the episode yeah no there's another one at the end of the episode yes with lena oh yes that's cor- my goodness that one is <laughs> that one is brutal oh my gosh there are two crazy birth scenes yes. in this my that's a lot and it's a lot it's so shocking like that opening sequence first off the cinematography is great i'm gonna give it to that solid performance oh wait a second we had a cast change we haven't been talking like mentioning the cast every episode <laughs> it doesn't matter there's no difference <laughs> i'm sorry no, so, there's a huge so difference. We, 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 I know that they are all different. Maybe the only one that I liked is uh, Lenor. Lenor? I forgot his name. Uh, Renero's husband. Lenor. Lenor was good. Listen, yeah. Olivia, Olivia Cook is now in this. Yep. Uh, Emma Darcy is now in yes. this. Yep. Uh, and we still have King of Viserys as he is. We still have <laughs> Fatty, Fatty Constantine. To, to be Sean Bean, like to the uh, Sean, uh, what's like, his name? To die from the first episode, like Game of Thrones, you know? Sean, Sean Bean does at the end of the first season. Yeah, I mean, first season. Right? Yeah, you're right, yeah. Yeah, we still got time, baby. He's going to die by the end. If he doesn't die by the end of the season. But they were building it up as if he, he's dying from episode one, you know? like Yeah. Uh, oh my gosh! So, Shama, yeah, we're it's it. This episode starts off in a brutal way. Again, really good camera work, good performances, but 
Very shocking. And then I feel like the episode goes downhill from there. What did you think of this episode? I I feel like a broken record every week where I'm just sitting here being like, oh, the writing in this show. At least in this episode, I don't, I'm not going to sit here and trash the cinematography. Um, I will trash the visuals and why we spent so much time, like, on a dragon flight that, like, was ridiculous to people, like, flying around the sky in dragons, and it just looks terrible. Why did we spend so much time doing that? But what did you think of this episode? Of okay, of first maybe, of all... Maybe, maybe you liked it. Honestly, I was so hyped, so excited to see what Michael Sapochnik will be doing in this episode. I liked his uh, episodes that he directed in Game of Thrones. He has vision. He has very good execution. He did an amazing job in them. And I was also excited to see, like, the change of cast, like Emma Darcy, uh, Olivia Cook. you know. So I expected a, a great episode, you know, like when you go in with high expectations. The episode opened on something unexpectedly. So, but it was done in a different way. The birth scene. And even while she's giving birth and like, I said like, oh my goodness, we don't see the signature Targaryen hair. So I knew that like, they are so stupid, you know? And like, I don't mean like the, the directors. Of the team. Pause, pause on your thoughts. Okay. I'm just, like, are they not? I understand that he likes men. And she likes anyone else, but he still has sperm. They, he can he they, can make babies they, like that look like they like. Yeah, they they are they not smart enough? Listen, it it's so annoying because it it's it's uh, Cersei all over again, right? But with Cersei, at least with Cersei, yes, was, it, like like Robert Baratheon was disgusting he didn't care like he was like she literally was repulsed by him like he was he was depicted to be a slob that only cared about whores and food and drink and he was dirty and raggedy and he just flaunted the fact that he was the king everywhere right so Cersei would rather be with her brother who is Jamie Lannister <laughs> So I'm, I'm, I look at that and I'm just like, yeah, all right. She has a hard time even touching her husband. And also, she's blonde. Yeah, he has black hair. All right. Some of them should have black hair. But it's a little bit more acceptable. But it will pass. You know, it passes kids, with yeah. them. It's more acceptable that her kids would all be blonde than what happens here. Mm-hmm. And... I just have such a hard time that, like, the, the young Rhaenyra that we knew that seemed like such an intelligent and, like, like a, a person that's able to put pieces together. As young as she was, she really spoke for older than she was. She was able to keep up with older people in, like, heated conversation. She was able to play people that were older than her and more experienced or perhaps a little bit more wise than her. Uh, and then we come here 10 years later, and it's just like, I'm supposed to sit here and accept that her and Lenor, mind you, Lenor is not disgusting. He's not repulsive. He's a beautiful man, <laughs> well-kept, very clean, very sharp. They cannot, they're not intelligent enough to go, hey, we need to have a child together. We can have our love affairs, 
But people are going to know, especially after the first child, people are going to know. And we have to like, just for, uh, you know, a month, we got to spend time together, sleeping together until you get pregnant and you have a child with white hair. Like they, I just have such a hard time believing that neither Rainier nor Lenor thought that that would be a smart idea. Both the Rhaenyra and the Lenor that we saw in the previous episodes lost their smartness. They had like this glow of um, of um, sneaky smart that like they know what they are doing. Apparently, they grew up and they lost it because it it, it doesn't it doesn't work in any good way in this one. And while the that shot or the opening scene was filmed really really good and and was that. I expect, okay, we saw her mother giving birth and dying, and we know that Renera will not die, so we will see her giving birth, which was done really good. Like, the way the person that uh, helps in uh, delivering, I forgot the name, the godmother, not godmother, the midwife. Midwife, The way the midwife, like, she was holding, and, like, the way she was looking, and the performance for Emma Darcy was really good. And then I expected to see Alicent Hightower coming in, you know, but like it was worse that like by sending a messenger to say like the queen wants the baby once it's delivered. Makes sense. I like that. I like that that way of mentioning there because that it shows how her power, despite you being a yeah. princess, I'm still the queen. Yeah. So, and I like like the, the insistence and the resistance from um, uh, Renera that like she's going there, but it took longer than what it should be doing going up on the stairs and we understood the message early you didn't need to repeat it and like so sh- showing p- other people congratulations my princess and then like if you want to effing hold me up the stairs all these words were not strong enough to how the visual and the performance were delivering they just wanted stronger lines to be written there and then when they went inside her room still like Every dialogue was written was the poor thing about that episode. Like, I just want, you know, even the, the screenplay, how, how the design and how the looks and how everything was written, right? But the dialogue needs to be enhanced. It's just like wants stronger words to be delivered. And then I expected more to see Olivia Cook in her debut on the screen that like, oh, okay, she's fine, but like not what I expected a, a powerful, strong uh, entrance to to that world, you know? Yes, we have seen Alicent before, but here, both of them look weaker than their younger versions, which is so strange. Like, Alicent maybe looks more, um, I don't give uh, anything about the world, but Rhaenyra lo- lost everything that she had in her young performer. Maybe we will see more afterwards. But then, uh, we seeing Viserys and seeing like that um, everything is the same. Um, it it needed way better execution to that transition there. Talk about his grandchild and how a king in his smartness seeing that child doesn't look like them, and he just like intentionally put the blind eye. Yes, they mentioned it afterwards, but like it's not smart at all. And even if they had like, oh, we have like a message, we have, we intentionally did this. I, it's still not not great. But overall, without like dissecting every every sequence, um, the whole episode has its ups and downs. But overall, it was poorly written, 
Um, the visuals is not as I expected in the previous one. I don't know if they didn't have time, but like you feel there is a, a 3D depth that we saw while the dragons are flying that we saw in any fire and any burning lab. Even when we see her new lover getting burnt and uh, his dad, it doesn't look... It looks like a, a standard TV show trying to do fire on a sound stage. It doesn't look that real of what we have seen in Game of Thrones or even in this show. Like even in this show, like I feel the visual effects in this one is not on the same level. While the cinematography here is great, the angles chosen are way way better from what uh, that director was doing. Like in the other two episodes that that we were so frustrated from um, from the choice of these angles. Um, I expected more from Damon. I did not expect Lena's character to end in that way or that yeah. early. And yeah. um, it's not... You know, when you have something that like is so promising, but it gets ruined in the middle, you know? You just like keep perforating things by either not paying full attention or not by more practice. Because I think if they had more time, they would have came up with better resolutions, with better sentences that could have delivered that show in a different way. It's a pivotal episode. It's 10 years before this one. It's like a re-entry in the, in the show with new character, with the same characters, with new performers. So they needed way, way stronger uh, writing. And that took away from the show. Like, if the writing here was good, I would have given this episode like an 8.5, a 9 out of 10. But like, it barely, barely hitting a 6 for what, what is happening with the writing. Yeah, it's really rough. Um, yeah, what they did with Lena's character is like offensive to me like <laughs> they just made like, everybody so complacent and she is the worst complacent uh, character how did you, what she delivered in the previous episode a strong powerful woman that went to the guy to do to show everything and respect and love and care here she's just like okay whatever we are happy and yeah. glad to be here you know yeah it's it's and again it just feels like it feels like the writers, they just have a goal. We have to get to this place by the end of the season. And it feels like an unattainable goal. So there, it just feels like everything is so rushed. It feels like characters, like, for example, like, like, Lena. Like, what a strange conclusion to that character. Um, I don't even know how to read uh, Damon in that episode. I have a feeling that like he was going to choose I don't know how you like save her without saving the bay I don't like I don't know but I feel like he was more conflicted than she thought he was I feel like she thought that he would like without thinking would choose the baby over her and so she no, did but what she did uh, that wasn't a choice to choose the baby he was asking him like um I can get the baby out of her. Like, the baby is almost gone, so I can get the baby out of her room to save her life. He said, but it will not be saved no matter what. So, like, that's how no, I, I, I... The way I understood it is, we we don't know if the baby's alive, 
But if we cut her open now and he is still alive, we could we can possibly save him. And he says, but will she survive? And yes, they say no. She, so she would not survive that. So, so she would not survive that's either. What, that's the confusing thing is like, so she would have died regardless. Is that what yes, you're thinking? That, that, yeah, that's what I was thinking. Like she would die regardless. It's such a, ugh, man, it sucks. I t- Listen, women, I'm so sorry. It's it's really hard to be a woman, especially back in these times. That is, this is rough. Um, but yeah, it's so sad. Like what a, we really, I really, after last episode where we saw her approach Damon, we really saw her take lead. I really expected a lot from her. And I feel like they threw her character away. I don't know why. I don't know what the purpose is. And I don't have faith that it's that we're going in a good place and that I don't have faith in the writers and what they're doing. That's what's happening. Like, what happened to the sweet Sir Kristen Cole from the first three episodes that was taking care of young Rhaenyra? What happened to that guy? Because that guy, not only is he scorned, that guy's a monster now. Like, it's like we had no idea who he was. It's not that he's heartbroken and changed. It's that this is who he always was. There's no way for me to sit here and justify a character being as bad as he is unless he always was. Heartbreak I does not the, make a man that bad. I, I think the idea of that in his head that he was certain that she would leave the world for him, I have seen it in 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 men around me that like they think in their head that love can but, overcome more things and that's have what, you what seen, turned him have you seen it in men around you after only having one encounter with a woman uh, that's what we saw on the screen we don't know if it's more than one encounter no, 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 no. on the screen I don't, I don't care what happened not on the screen if it didn't happen on the screen <laughs> oh no 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 you have didn't. to watch the, the podcast and watch no. the explanation <laughs> of the show Oh my god, the podcast. I, I, I usually listen to the HBO podcast that go with the shows. Because if I like the show, I'm going to listen to it. The one for Chernobyl, incredible. I have incredible. no interest in listening to this. Yeah, me because neither. I have no interest in this show. Because I feel like I feel like I need all of this. It feels like the whole thing with like the whole disclaimer we put. Hey, this is based on what we see in the shows and the movies, not the books. The, the, listening to the podcast feels like cheating. Listening to the podcast to get context of what's happening in the show feels like cheating. So it's frustrating to like sit here and be like, I don't understand the decisions these characters are making because I'm sorry, I don't believe that humans are, like would make these decisions. I feel like this is writers being like, we need these characters to be like this, so we're going to get them there. They're trying to make us love people in a very short period of time, enough to when there's something happens to them we really feel it and we just don't we just don't in the original season of lord of the rings the one character we really cared about at the end that died at the end of the first season was eddard because he was awesome and because we spent the entire season 10 episodes falling in love with this guy he was great he was a great he was father. Great. He was a Ned great Stark ruler. is an exemplary was, person. Yes, he was a great friend. He was a great hand of the king. He was great all around, and he got screwed. That is incredible writing. This, like, why do I care about the guy that fathered Rainier's children? 
I don't care about this guy. I don't care that yeah, they exactly. burn his house down with him when inside. I, when I saw him, I said, like, good riddle, you know, like, go away. Like, it doesn't... Yeah. And his I feel like they're just bringing these characters... Like, I feel like they generally were like, oh, we're going to make him seem like he really cares about these kids. But it's such a conflicted thing because he can't show affection for them in public because he, they, people can't know that it's his kids. And... Because of like the torment he has inside, people are gonna love him because he really would be a great dad. But he's just stuck between a rock and a hard place. So people are gonna be so sad when he dies, and we don't care. The episode ends. We're like, oh man, he died. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I wonder what episode they're gonna kill. I mean, what character they're gonna kill next? You know, like the and 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 the the writing is just so confusing. It's just so strange. Like there's this scene. The council scene, and and um, Rhaenyra like extends an the... branch, yes, to to Olivia Cook. Well, I say Olivia Cook to, to Alison. Alison Tahito. I know people are criticizing Olivia Cook. I like what she did. I just don't like the character, but I like what she brought to it. Um, and I and I like what Emma Darcy brought to her character. Um, uh, I thought I wasn't going to. I still like what um. What's it? Alcock. Emily, Emily Alcock, em- right? Emily? Missy Alcock? Something like that. Millie Alcock. Millie Alcock. Sorry. Um, I love what Millie Alcock brought to it more, but I, I'm surprised with what, what, what Darcy's bringing to this. I think she's doing a great job. Um, but this scene, she, you know, she does a thing. She's like, hey, you know, there's been strife between us. I feel it. Uh, I, it's strange that we're having this conversation after 10 years of strife. Like, uh, but hey, we jumped 10 years forward. So this conversation has to happen 10 years later because we skipped 10 years. Oh my God. Don't even get me started. But, um, you know, she's like, Hey, I think that like, we need to end this. We've got to squash this beef, right? That's my wording, not theirs. We got to squash this beef and we should marry your daughter, my son and unite our families. So they can rule together. So they can rule together. Yeah. And she makes it a, a point which I think is what really upsets Alicent, a point to say, my son will rule after I rule. So that's his thing. Yeah. It's just like, hey, reminder, your son will not rule. Mm-hmm. My son will rule. Yeah. And your yeah. daughter can attach himself to his boat. Right? And I I, I enjoyed it. I, I thought it was a fine scene. Um, but then... We make this massive deal. Like, she's like, oh, the king is just like, oh, most judicious offer, you know? And yeah. Allison is, clearly feels like her cereal's been pissed on. And then, they like, the whole room just freaks out because there is uh, stains of, like, mother's milk on her, on her shirt. And it's, the whole room is, they get so bashful. And it's just like, oh my God, cover yourself, princess. That's disgusting. What? Really? In that universe that like lets uh, siblings marry and like. Uh... Yes. Like that, we literally just, we just now proposed that cousins and uncles marry. I don't even know where they land right now in lineage. Can we figure this out? Alice, so that's Rhaenyra's brother. So Rhaenyra, so, so yes, Rhaenyra's kids are gonna marry their uncle or aunt, right? His her son is gonna marry his. Oh my god, this is so confusing. But that's what we just proposed in this, and the, the king loved it. Allison didn't. The king loved it though. The rest of the room was just like, yeah, that sounds like a great offer. You should take that offer. That's cool. 
And we're going to make a huge deal about this? Cousins marrying, uncles marrying, whatever. That's cool. But a little, like, stains on the shirt? That's what we're going to do? Like, yeah, shut this meeting She should get for? Valyrian steel and put it inside <laughs> to block the leak. Like, and I'm just sitting here being like, man, I just, I, like, listen, to quote Kobe, Kobe Mack, do I believe in this world? Bro, I don't. I don't believe. I believe in the world that Game of Thrones established. It's definitely, definitely. And I, I don't believe in this nonsense Me that neither. is being presented to us. I don't believe in these characters. I don't believe in this narrative. I don't believe in this dialogue. I don't believe in like these like. We don't believe in whole, anything whole in the twists. in that world. Yeah, they are and taking I, us and to. I definitely. I definitely don't believe in these dragons that that look ridiculous. I, like I could, I, I, I talk bad about a bit of the graphics in Rings of Power this latest episode. The dragons in this look so much worse, so much worse. Yeah, the dragons. Uh, that's what I was mentioning earlier. When we saw first time uh, Daenerys riding the dragon five years ago, the graphics was way better than what we saw here today. Even the first episode when Damon was riding his dragon and Rhaenyra, something is wrong with the graphics, with the fire in this episode, with the dragon in this episode, because I think they did not have time to finish uh, proper visual effects, for, for especially for the last three episodes. Yeah, I don't know what are coming. Because they just finished. They were not supposed, like, they, they, they took forever. And they finished the first two episodes long time ago. Yeah. Uh, well, I think it sounds like we're both pretty negative on this one. Um, and uh, there's no redemption. I don't see, like, I don't know what's going to happen next that can make me say, oh, all the past is forgiven. Uh, this what you did in this episode would give you another <laughs> chance with me. No, What's I don't it? see it happening. Shama, there are four episodes left, which means that, like, 70 years of time can pass. <laughs> okay? Four episodes. <laughs> Like, probably we'll see baby Daenerys <laughs> because if we're if we're, <laughs> if we're following this trend, every episode more time passes. Right, the first episode was like six months. It like from one episode episode one to two, episode two to three, it was like three years. Episode three to four, no, that episode three to four was one year. Apologies, that's incorrect. Episode four to five, I've lost track of time. And episode five to six. Ten years. Ten years. So next episode is one hundred afterwards. Yeah, next episode is gonna be like seventeen years later. The episode after that probably be twenty three years later. Episode after that thirty seven years later. It's just I don't know what's happening. And then we'll see the Mad King. And then we'll see the Mad. That's what we need to get to. Probably Viserys started to decompose, and he became. People will hate us uh, today after that episode because I know that like lots of people like this one, and uh, they're hey. just giving. Shama, <laughs> who are you giving the championship belt to this week? Oh, definitely Rings, Rings of Power. Of power. Yeah. Yes. Thank you. I did. I, I had to ask. I got to be fair. Yeah, Rings of Power takes it again. It's. I'm sorry. It's a superior show. Definitely. It is a far superior show. Where I, I know people love Game of Thrones. I'm sorry. This is not Game of Thrones, and. You not loving this show does not mean you don't like Game of Thrones. They're two different things. Please separate that. I want people, please listen to me, separate the two shows. They are not one in the same. They are 
different. And Game of Thrones was some of the best television we've ever seen. I will give you that. It really is. The first six seasons, at the very least. Some of yeah. the best television we have ever witnessed, period. I agree. This is nowhere near that. Please do not, not put compared. them next to each other. Yes, and you know, but people, when Rings people of Power was announced... People, people feel like... I'm sorry. People feel like if they dog on this show, they're dogging on Game of Thrones. They, yeah. they can't separate it. Sorry, go ahead. When Rings of Power was announced, I felt like, oh, we don't need that. You know, like, it's okay. Sure. Let's see what they can do. Sure. And when House of the Dragon, I was so excited to see like what, what was happening before Game of Thrones. But now, I don't give any thought. I don't care yeah. about like what is happening in House of the Dragon. But I care so much to see the development yeah. of Galadriel's, Galadriel's Oh my gosh, I cannot say words today. Galadriel's character and see like how yeah. things are like, uh, especially the stranger. Like we see a deep arc like that. Like we are so thrilled to watch and the yeah. execution on the screen, spoiler free. Yeah. You know, like what happened at the end also, is out of this world. Also, this is from last week, not this week's episode. But like, Isildur, my man is going. He started from the bottom. Yeah, and we yeah. know where he ends up. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it, and like we just last heard episode, his name, and everybody had like yeah. goosebumps on the ship. You know, on the ship. So. La- last episode, he was made a stable boy, so he's a stable boy right now, and we know where he ends up. So it's just wild to me. Like, I'm, I'm very, I'm very committed to the what's happening in Reese Power, but House of the Dragon, forget about it, bro. I, I, I don't. They could cancel tomorrow, and I'd be like, all right, I guess that makes sense. Uh, but we're gonna ride this ship. <laughs> until it's climax and i hope they turn around but i very much doubt it um and even I hope so the climax will not be in the window you know oh, oh god no of the please. World. <laughs> keep, keep the climax away from the window it's so messed up what if there were people down there i'm sure that's what he gets off of oh i will mention this game of thrones this universe this these people hbo eh, they are so good <laughs> At casting little shitheads. I'm sorry. I, I know I tried to not cuss in this show. Like, they cast the most despicable teenagers to play the, the teens that we're supposed to hate. Like, it, it's 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 amazing. It's crazy yeah. how much we hate this character. We've known him yeah. for less, less than 30 minutes, and we hate him. And the moment he steps on screen, you cannot help but think of Joffrey. Yeah. And so immediately exactly. I go, oh, we know because of the way that HBO casts TV shows, we know that we are supposed to hate this guy just because of his face. His face. I'm sorry, actor. His face tells you, oh, this is a character I'm supposed to hate. Yeah. And I'll give them that. I'll give them that. They're so good at doing that. They're so good at doing that. I think that's part of the of the casting of the audition. Your face has to look like a D head when you are like, yeah, that's it. Yeah, your face has to look like a D head. I like that. Uh, Yeah, that is it for today's episode. (laughs) Our conversation on uh, episode six of Rings of Power and House of the Dragon. Join us next week for episode seven's conversation, which is going to be the penultimate. This really what we're excited for: the penultimate episode of Rings of Power. Um, so join us for that. <clears throat> Till then, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. That helps us out a ton. Also, make sure you subscribe to the podcast 
And check out the site, hammerboardpod.com, for all goodies on there. Uh, written reviews. Again, that Colby's Don't Worry Darling review is going to be up soon. Check it out on our socials also. Um, but Shama, till next week, where can the folks find you? I'm guessing at some point they're going to find you underneath a hurricane. It's coming to North yes. Carolina. It's coming to North Carolina. The hurricane, everybody's in uh, emergency preparedness, but it's not hitting like Florida. I hope so. But uh, yeah. I will just be trying to be watching more things and to stay safe and uh, and uh, not to be in the world of King's Landing or Westeros. I will try to be well, no, in the world. That's not Earth. a world anybody wants to be in. That's not a world yeah. anybody wants to be in. Oh, we'll try we to can't be trust in... ourselves. Middle Earth. Yes, I cannot trust myself. Like when you have like uh, <laughs> these like uh, minds, I'm trying to find the word to describe the minds. Like, um, yeah. there's a word that you used lately, like about sick minds that like was amazing to describe how their brains work, but I can I don't remember it. Like, it, it's like deviant. The, the, uh, the, Never mind. Like it's like a very strong word that describes like how sick minds are. I don't want to be around these people because they are so <laughs> seducing. You know, so, oh. take me out of that word. Salacious? No. So, I mean, we said salacious last week. We were talking about, but no, that's not the word for mine. But listen, it's okay. Let's think about it. Let's bring it back next week. Let's just try to try to Google the words. I'll try to think as well, yeah. and hopefully next week we'll know what word you were talking about. But Hopefully the hurricane doesn't hit you guys too hard. Anybody in Florida, I hope everybody's okay. I hope your families are safe. Um, I know my family's safe. That's yeah, great. We wish the best for everyone. Uh, so everybody has a hurricane hitting you wherever you are. Um, if you're being struck, we wish you the best. And uh, yeah, stay safe. And you can find, of course, me on the socials at the Roman Nevada. I don't know if Shama gave his handle, but it's at Muhammad Shama. And... <laughs> Our, yeah, my handle will be, we're expected to lose like uh, <laughs> network uh, internet connection like in 30 minutes or something and power outage in two, three hours. Well, so. we, need to, we need to wrap this up. Good thing we're finishing now. Uh, <laughs> you can find us at Adam Report Pod on Twitter and on Instagram. Hey, be a part of the show. And if you have a report, let us know this is yours. Minorities Report. Peace.